In today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we, or I should say, we, would like to give you an extra 182 hours back into your life per year. Let's get into it right now. Now this is a story all about how my... Hey guys, Dino Gomez here and you are listening to the Secrets of Coaching podcast where we break down the nuances of growing a seven-figure online coaching business and we are about to get started in three, two, one. All right, guys, who here would like an extra 182 extra hours per year to yourself or to otherwise grow your business? All right, raise your hand, leave a like or a comment or, uh, or otherwise a review if, if that sounds awesome to you. I think everybody here would love an extra 182 hours per year. So let's uh, let's chat about that. Let's see if we can give you back your time, right, and, uh, and help you otherwise use that uh, more productively. Uh, there's so many different ways you could use that. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, maybe that that extra time is is time to yourself to get extra sleep and re- relax, or otherwise exercise more. If if you're feeling that your fit, fitness is suffering, uh, if you uh, if you still have all the energy and everything else is going good for you, maybe that's extra hours to grow your business. Um, there's so many different things you can do with extra time, right? And and it's it sounds like it, I mean it's it's a lot of time to have an extra 182 hours a year and and what that really equates down to is 30 minutes a day. So, right, what we're looking to do here in this episode, and I hope this is helpful for you guys, is I I would or we would, and and when I say we, I'm talking about the um, seven figure visionary mastermind team team of coaches that we have. Uh, we would like to give you back 30 minutes a day, all right? And so let's let's talk about how we can do this. It's going to be different for everyone. Everybody has a different routine and is in a different spot. And based on where you are at, uh, I would say income level of your business will will also play a factor of where you gain back 30 minutes a day. Um, if you are making under $10,000 a month, then most likely where you're going to save 30 minutes a day is in uh, your your basically your daily habits. Uh, in particular, I think there's some soft spots. Uh, the first one is is going to be your social media usage. Uh, I, I, a lot of online coaches, uh, and, and and I, by the way, we we agree that as a as a new newer online coach. Uh, that you should start primarily, like primarily with organic, um, and then grow your way into running paid ads to scale. Um, with that said, right, there's a way to productively use Facebook and uh, the social media platforms, and there's there's ways not to, right? And and the key is to figure out how much. Uh, the key is really is to start time tracking. All right, and you really only need to do it um, for two weeks. Uh, if you do it for even longer, like a month, you'll you'll end up seeing like more correlations of where your time is going. It'll be a little bit more accurate report. But it's really simple, guys. And and, and let me tell you this before I dive into this, because as we have, I'm about to start, start talking about time tracking and spreadsheets, let me make this clear. This is the difference between ten thousand dollars a month and eighty thousand dollars a month, or a hundred thousand dollars a month, and on and on and on. Guys, you have to know where your time is going, all right? And so, no, it does not sound fun to pull out a Google Sheet 
and and start tracking wh- how much time you're spending on different activities. But you need to you there you will not understand how much time you are spending somewhere until you actually write it down and track it. All right, and so if you're under ten thousand dollars a month, you're probably going to be noticing you're spending a huge amount of time on social media. Now, what you need to track right is how much time am I spending. Uh, on you know Facebook, like creating content, right, and giving value to the marketplace, interviewing other people in my Facebook group, uh, reaching out to people, like you know do, doing different things, writing writing copy and writing a post, uh, creating videos and stuff. How much time am I spending doing that, right? And that's that's like productive, like content production versus how much time am I spent like consuming other people's information that may or may not be relevant to my business. And oftentimes, right, we're like in consumption mode rather than production mode when we're under $10,000 a month. And and so if you look at your social media usage and track how much time you spend on Facebook, you're probably spending at least, you're probably spending at least two hours a day. It could be very close to four or five hours a day, right? So just by like limiting yourself 30 minutes a day on like Facebook or Instagram, you immediately get back 30 minutes a day and that equates to 182 hours a year, which is crazy to think about. Now, with that extra time from you just scrolling on the news feed, right? What if you put that into some some other productive activity or task required to grow your business, right? Like like the, the results from that are gonna be massive, right? And And this is what separates businesses that grow at different speeds. Because guess what, guys? We all have a, a million items on our to-do list. And, and actually, at the bigger you grow, the bigger your to-do list gets. Uh, and the more you have people um, looking to, so to speak, steal your attention, the more opportunities you have that are presented to you. And so you have to become an absolute ninja at saying no to uh, new opportunities and, and staying really focused on on what you're actually trying to achieve. And And so... Uh, again, it, it, it might be your social media usage where you, you thought, no, nah, I'm just on there. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm building my audience and I'm doing all the things, but you might not realize how much time you actually are spent scrolling on the news feed, like, like, like mindlessly. Right. And then, then the news feed, right. If anybody's seen, uh, the Netflix documentary, the social dilemma, like that is what social media networks are designed to do. They are designed to maximize your time on the network and and uh, right and so we have to be really weary of that so that's uh, the first thing i would do right is, is start time tracking what you're doing uh there could be other things that you're doing that you don't even realize uh and and other areas to cut back time uh it could be in your email inbox if the first thing you do every single morning and this is can you cannot do this you should never start your work day by opening your email inbox never never ever 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 all right um ever uh, because when you do that, you are basically going down somebody else's wormhole, so to speak, right? You're, you open your email inbox and somebody else is asking you for your attention and is telling you where you should spend your time. Hey, check out this offer. Hey, check out this webinar. Hey, uh, you know, respond to this question. Hey, you know, da, 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 right? You were, you were going the direction that they want you to go to start your day. And so that is not how you get things done. Uh, what you really want to do is is start uh, your workday by doing like three to four hours of like productive tasks that must get done before, and then you can check your email at like uh, 
depending on when you start your workday, 10, 11.30. And guess what? Even if somebody sent you an email at 6 a.m., you know what? They'll be fine if you don't respond to them for four hours. The world will still turn, right? All right, and so that that could be somewhere where you you save 30 minutes a day. And there's cool apps to help you manage your inbox. Um, that's a different story. But uh, that could be somewhere where you save 30 minutes a day. Uh, your workout, right? And and, I'm, and and it's really important that you work out as an online coach and, and keep yourself healthy. It's just in general, everybody should be working out, right? But uh, I, will, I will also say, right, there are different types of workouts you can do that will get you better and faster results. It just requires a little bit of research, all right, and so maybe you're going for an hour-long jog every single day, and what you could be doing is a 30-minute high-intensity interval training workout that's going to get you and keep you in just as good a shape. There, there's uh, there's a lot of different things um, that we can kind of that we could be looking at, and it's different per again. It's going to be uh, different based on your lifestyle. Like once you're past ten thousand dollars a month with your online business, uh, granted that you don't you don't have. Uh, it depends by what your personal ex- lifestyle expenses are and so forth. But normally in like that $10,000 a month range, you should right then be like hiring to save yourself time. And and if you can, if you live, um, you know, if, if you live below your means and stuff, you can even be doing that at $5,000 a month. But you should have a VA to start doing a lot of tasks for you that, that, that are going to buy back your time. Right. And that's what we're looking to do is just buy back 30 minutes a day. Um, so that you end up with an extra 182 hours a year, which is massive, right? Which is massive. And so, so many, uh, I, I put this post out the other day and I asked, I asked some folks, Hey, what kind of new training would you like to see? And almost everybody said how to clone myself or like how to like, how to get more done in less time. Like everybody was just like, you know, how to not be overwhelmed because like people, again, we all, what's really important to understand, right? Is this concept. Okay, you have two businesses side by side. All right, they're, you know, two brand new online coaches. They're in the exact same niche. Let's say they're both spirituality coaches. And um, and they're, again, same niche, same target audience, same everything. They start online at the exact same time. Like, why does one take off and the other one doesn't? All right, they have the same to-do list. Like, they should be doing the same thing. They should be doing the exact same things. Why does take off, one take off more so than the other? And there are different factors to it. But generally speaking, even if we were to compare brick and mortar businesses, like why why does like one uh, gym down the street um, do much better than the other gym when they both opened up at the exact same time? Okay, maybe it's location, but let's just say they're on the exact same street, like just across the street from each other in in different parking lots. So, or even they're they're in this maybe they're in the same strip mall, but why would one do so much better than the other? All right, and there there could be different factors, like one one is cooler but granted let's say everything else is equal in terms of like machinery and equipment and everything else facilities uh um, luxuries why would one do better than the other it's basically it's just that the owner knows where to where to what tasks to get done first all right and so we call those profit levers um inside of our math mastermind and it's because uh it's really interesting even uh as a member of of a different mastermind myself like it's interesting to listen to other coaches right that are doing seven figures and and some of them doing multiple multiple seven figures and it's interesting to hear some of them talk about how much you know how they feel overwhelmed and stuff like that and uh right but it's what it comes down to is is their success is like they have we all have a million things to do on our to-do list, both in our personal lives and in our businesses, but it's really where what, what you prioritize and what you decide to focus on. Because like I know for a fact right now, like 
yeah, I should probably uh, be optimizing and A-B testing my email headlines, and I almost never do. Like, I, I know that's a, that's something I should be doing, but it's not a, a, a profit lever for me at this point in time. There's other priorities that come before that. And so it's it's really about, like, understanding, okay, like, what actually moves the needle? What needs to get done? Okay, I, I can pull up um, my project management tool right now. And, and it's like a list of like a hundred different things, but I've, I've organized it in an order from top to bottom. And in terms of like, here's what has to get done. Absolutely needs to get done right now. And then these are the like to haves. Um, and these are like the like kind of like to haves, like, you know, cake, ice, icing on the cake types of things. So look at those types of things that'll help you be more productive with your time, but really, right. Figure out where you can carve out thirty minutes a day. If you're above ten thousand dollars a month, or if you have, um, you know, uh, if you have an extra, uh, what, what would that compute to? Uh, you know, an extra twenty dollars a month, uh, or you know, forty dollars a month to spend. Uh, a great thing to do is hire a college student to do your grocery shopping. That's something my wife and I have have done for a long time, and they're you know. College students are stoked on $15, $20 an hour in, in the States right now uh, to go pick up your grocery list, right? And it saves us what would be uh, at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half to the grocery store and back between, with, between parking and everything else, right? Like there's there's little things you can do to, to save yourself time. And, and it might not be carving out just 30 minutes a day. It might be like, wow, I can... Um, uh, I can carve out two hours on this day by by getting rid of this, and t- and an hour and a half on this other day by by not doing this. And there, boom, that that equates to thirty minutes um, a day, uh, and then otherwise one hundred eighty two hours a year. So just look at those little things it, again. It could be as simple as I'm going to change my, who who I go to as my dentist from, you know. Uh, dentist probably wouldn't be a good one because we only go there so often. Hopefully, but you get the point, right? Uh, really sit down, time track, look where your time's going. That's really the only way to do it, and the only the easiest way for me to explain it without rambling a million different examples. But look at where your time is going, guys. Figure out where you can where you can save thirty minutes here and there. Um, and if you can if if you can make that uh, become thirty minutes saved a day, you'll have one hundred eighty two hours a year, and that's a leg up on your competition. Um, and, uh, will make a massive difference, uh, to put this in perspective, just recently, um, we figured out where a lot of, a lot of my time was going that it shouldn't be going. And I had no idea that it was equating to like, uh, about 12 and a half hours per month. My time was going towards this one task and it absolutely should not have been. And, and that is why consistently throughout the year you do a time tracking thing is because your schedule will change as you grow. And then you need to figure out what uh, where your time is going and and then basically how to systemize that and scale. Again, as you grow as a coach and you're going to be looking at hiring more and more people to do more and more different tasks for you and, and those types of things. So um, it changes at every single level. But the main takeaway, right, is 30 minutes a day is all it takes, guys, to have an extra 182 hours a year. And, and that could also be, uh, you know, a nice vacation somewhere when you don't have otherwise feel like you don't have time to vacation. There's a million different ways to spend that 182 hours. I'll leave that up to you. But the main takeaway is time, uh, time track. All right. Said that a million times. I hope it drove home. I hope it's helpful for you guys and that you're having an awesome, awesome day uh, and or evening. And that's what I got for you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. 
Hey, Dino Gomez here. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head on over to thesecretsofcoaching.com for more resources, downloads, videos, and cheat sheets to help you grow your online coaching business. All right, and if you picked up a cool tip or strategy from this particular episode, we would love a five-star review where every single month we choose one lucky winner to win access to one of our coaching programs. All right, so that is it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. 